Sit back, relax, and let the sissy whisper educate your soul. princesses, the little betas who think they are sissies or trying to excel to sissydom, and all of you other freaks, weirdos, and fetish-loving crazies out there. It is March 18th. Yes, I am recording this very late. Very, very late. In fact, this is the rescheduled episode from February because I decided that um, I wanted to go ahead and get the flu early so that when everybody else was getting sick, I guess I could just, you know, sit here and do what I do. Who knows? <laughs> um, it has been crazy out there and it is really getting kind of creepy. Um, it is getting a little strange. I actually went to the grocery store. God help me. I went to the grocery store um, about a week ago before it started getting to, you know, it just seems like every day is just getting more and more. But I, when I went to the grocery store, we was I was in there shopping and doing what I do. And the place was full, you know, it was full. And you can, there was no toilet paper, which I don't get the whole toilet paper frenzy that's going on. But, you know, there's no toilet paper. There's no soap except for some bar soaps here and there, which, you know, soap is soap. I don't know why people aren't buying bar soap, but... You know, the the things that were being told were getting emptied were getting emptied. and But that wasn't what was so creepy about it. What was so creepy about it is that the place was full, but it was like almost completely silent. Um, you heard the doors closing on the refrigerators and you heard the buggies being pushed and people kind of murmuring here and there, but it was just like completely silent. It was really kind of weird. And I was like, dude, just, you know, it's okay. Relax. We're all going to die one day. So, you know, if it's happening now, it's happening now. But, you know, it's just kind of how it's going. So I hope everybody is enjoying their self-isolation and um, those that may actually be in a quarantine. I hope that you're actually finding something to do. If you don't have anything to do, give me a call. I can give you something to do. Um, so this is going to be the next episode of The Sissy Whisperer. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about sissies and cross-dressers and gays and trans because no, they are not the same. Now, this episode is probably going to piss off a couple of people, maybe piss off a few doms. It's going to probably confuse a lot of people. Um, I do consider myself very much an expert on sissies and sissification and feminization only because that is the fetish that I love, is the kink that I do love. I love exploring it. I love analyzing it. I love all things that are part of it. And I am a type of person to where when I like something, I want to know all about it. And I'm also very active in the LGBTQ community or, well, I was, I'm not anymore. Um, but I've been very active in that community. In fact, my oldest daughter is gay and that's what got me active in the community. So, you know, being active in the, in the community and the community knowing what I'm doing, there is a distinct separation between being a sissy, a crossdresser, gay, trans, all of that. There is distinct separations. And I know that it is um, a 
a thing out there to where, you know, it, those lines can get crossed and they get blurred and it gets very confusing. So what I'm hoping to do in this episode is not downgrade anybody for using terms that maybe they shouldn't use or terms that they're a little confused about, but to hopefully shed some light on why those terms really should not be used and why they do not relate to each other whenever you are, you know, exploring your kink. So sit back, relax. I'm going to penetrate your soul and we're going to have a little educational fun. So I will be right back. Having a fetish or kink can leave you wondering if you're a freak or worse, feeling completely alone. If you're having issues accepting or enhancing your fetish, I'm here to help. I'm Sue Storm. You might know me as Dr. Sue from the radio show InBedWithDrSue.com or my blog TheDrSueReview.com. Hop over to either of these sites for answers to many of the questions you might be having or for ways to get in touch with me for a private consultation. Now let's get back to the Sissy Whisperer with your host, Ms. Amelia Devine. Thank you, thank you, Dr. Sue. If you have not checked out Dr. Sue's podcast, In Bed with Dr. Sue, then you are messing out. Last week was the Mistress Monologues, and it was fucking hilarious. She had the wonderfuls Angela St. Lawrence, Naima, the BBC dealer, and Domina Kira on her show, and it was just fun, everyday questions that you can ask a dom anywhere from, you know, what's your favorite color to what you like to do on, you know, to relax to even ideas about domination and their viewpoints on different things. So it was a lot of fun. And I was lucky enough to be able to hear half of it. I still got to listen to the other half because I honestly turned into a pumpkin a little too early and had to go to bed because I am just a weird, crazy morning person, no matter what I try to do. So make sure you go to InBedWithDrSue.com and check out her podcast. I promise you, you'll enjoy them. So episode 104 the one that everybody's been waiting for longer than they should. I do apologize about that. And before I get started, I may sound a little stuffy. Um, I may end up um, clearing my throat or something during the podcast. Please ignore it. No, I am not getting sick again. Yes, I am completely isolated because I do have a compromised immune system. I am perfectly fine. There's this wonderful thing called spring in Georgia where you get pollen everywhere. So basically I'm being face raped by tree sperm right now. So deal with me. So let's get started. Um, on this episode, we're going to be talking about sissy, crossdresser, gay, trans. No, they are not the same. And I want to do this episode because I want to make sure that everybody is kind of on the same page, at least those, at least my fans and um, the ones who do listen in are on the same page. And I hope that it does kind of help you go further into your kink without getting all of these different things crisscrossed, which is what's happening a lot. I'm seeing it with sissies that are asking me to turn them gay, and I'm seeing them with um, doms who are saying, I'm going to turn you gay and, you know, further stuff with that. 
So it may piss off a few people and it may annoy a few people. And then I may have some coming back saying, fuck you, bitch. You know what the fuck you're saying. I'm too old to be fighting on the internet, too tired to be fighting on the internet. So if you don't agree with it, then, you know, fine. We'll have a beer in hell together. I don't care. Um, but this is my viewpoint and, um, all the years I've worked with sissies and how much I do extremely enjoy sissies and want to learn about sissies and my activities in the, um, gay community as well. I do feel like I need to touch on this. I feel like I would be doing a disservice if I didn't touch on this. So let's start touching. So let's begin by, um, looking at, this little question here, I get a lot and it creeps me out. Does sucking cock make me gay? No, no way. Oh, hell no. You just like to suck cock. It's okay. You could suck cock and not be gay. That That's not what's happening. Um, you know, will you turn me gay? No, I cannot turn you gay. Nobody can turn you gay. Um, first let's talk about what it is to be gay. Now being gay is who you are. You're gay. I'm straight. My daughter's gay. I have gay friends. You're gay. It's just you're attracted to the same sex. And it's not just a sexual attraction to the same sex. It's a spiritual attraction, emotional attraction, physical attraction. You know, you have all of those attractions you have to someone that you fall in love with. It just happens to be with the same sex. So the question that I will use a lot whenever I'm actually discussing this with sissies, when they say, you know, I'm afraid I'm turning gay or yada, yada, yada. And I'll ask them, I was like, all right, I want you to think back when you were younger. Thought about growing up and getting married because we all did. I mean, when you were younger, that's kind of what you saw. It's kind of what you thought about. Um, and did you think about growing up and getting married to the same sex as you, to a man? Did you think about falling in love with a man? Did you think about being in the arms of a man? You know, who was it that you thought about? And I swear to you, like 99.9% .9 of the time, they all come back and say, well, no, I never thought about that. Like, no, you didn't because you're not gay. I mean, it's very, very simple. Um, so when I have them asking, are you turning me gay? Am I being turned gay? Am I going to be gay if I suck cock? You know, what's wrong with me, blah, blah, blah. I look at it as a, almost a derogatory term of gay. Um, using gay as the, like the, the whip, the a slap in the face, the, oh, you are going to be so gay, so awful. You're so gay. And it's heartbreaking because, um, like I said, my daughter's gay. A lot of my friends are gay. And, uh, you know, it's heartbreaking because I see their struggle every day on what they have to go through to kind of just live as a human being who happens to be gay. And then here we are in the sissy community using the term gay as almost a punishment to the sissy. Something to make them get off on thinking about. Because with sissification and feminization, the main aspect of it is humiliation. 
It's a lot of shuns in that, huh? Um, but the main aspect of it is humiliation. You pretty much use whatever you can use to humiliate the person and to bring them down to the level that you want them to be at. And when you're using the term, if you suck that cock, you're going to be gay. Or if they come back and say, if I suck this cock, am I going to be gay? When you use that term, when you agree to that, then you're saying, yes, you're going to be gay. And that's going to push you even lower than what you already are. So using that term is being used as a derogatory term. And that is something that honestly is trying to be fought against. So me being such an advocate of the LGBTQ plus community, it would be extremely wrong for me to say, I'm going to turn you gay. Now, I'm not saying that I've never used it. I'm not saying that I haven't ever, you know, um, gone along with fantasy like that because I'm human and I fuck up. And, you know, yeah, I will sometimes, you know, be the pot that calls the kettle black because I'm not going to sit here and say that I am completely innocent of it. However, I am going to say that I am more aware of it. I try to make sure that I stay aware of it. And when I do have that opportunity to say something about it, to go against it, I will say something about it. So you really do have to be careful with that. And you have to be careful with using that term because you cannot turn someone gay. And when you say you're going to turn someone gay, it's being used in a derogatory way. And that is not what you want to do. You do not want to use gay as a humiliation weapon because that's what you're doing. Gay is in your arsenal and it's being used as a humiliation weapon. And this isn't just being thrown out at doms. This is being thrown out at sissies as well. Sissies, I want you to understand that no, sucking cock does not make you gay. And nobody is going to turn you gay. And if you want to be turned gay, then you have to look at the fact that are you using the term gay as a derogatory term? Are you using it in your own humiliation arsenal? So I want to make sure that everybody is clear on that. So does that make sense? So let's talk about transgender. Now, first off, let me explain to you what transgender is. Transgender is very simple. Um, it's a very simple, complex thing. Um, basically, it is the person feels that they are not in the right body, and they felt like this since they were a child. It just did not make sense to them. Um, from my understanding, there's no actual scientific explanation for this. It is not a mental illness. I do not agree that it's a mental illness. Me personally, I think there's just a bit of a chemical imbalance. And I think that, you know, like not to say deformity, um, but just like a child being born, you know, with they're missing a foot or they're missing a leg. I think that that in our own chromosomes, we can be born with the body of one gender, but the mind of another gender. And I think that can happen. And I think that's just part of the cycle of life. And just like you can fix any other issues that a child is born with, this issue of being transgender can be fixed as well. It's harder. It's more difficult. It's very draining. It's very 
long path, but it can be fixed. So I want to use an example of what I hear a lot in the sissy community that gets thrown under the term of trans and it actually really creeps me out. I have had sissies come up to me and saying that they want chemical castration or they want to just completely remove their dick and balls. They don't want that. They want to get breast implants and they want to, you know, have the injections and all of that. They want to take the hormones. They want to rid themselves of all the testosterone and only allow in the estrogen and blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. Cool. I'm all for that. So no point in testosterone being in a sissy's body anyway. It's just a complete waste of time. However, what happens during that part is they eventually start saying, well, I'm transitioning. I'm transitioning into a woman. I'm being pushed and forced to transition into a woman. All right, now we're starting to hit the gray area on that. Just because you want to cut off Mr. Peepee and his two buddies does not mean that you're transgender. It just means that Mr. Peepee and his two buddies don't belong on your body because there's really nothing that Mr. Peepee and his two buddies can do to satisfy a woman. And you're almost, you know, as a sissy, ashamed of it. You want to just get rid of them. You want to make them as small and as null as possible. Understandable. That's why I fully 100% believe in chastity. But that's another episode in itself. But it doesn't make you trans. And you cannot be turned transgender. So, again, we're going into that term of that world of using a term that should not be derogatory we're using it as derogatory and that is just causing issues but let's back up a minute let's let's not jump into the whole you're using transgender and your humiliation weapon and shame on you let's back up there is a part of the sissy kink to where sissies are exploring it because they are fighting with themselves and trying to understand themselves on why they feel so feminine, why they feel so girl on the inside. Not every person out there is able to go through the years of therapy the multiple doctor's appointments, pay thousands of dollars for surgery, and be able to change every part of their life as they have known it since birth so that they can be a full person. There are a lot of times to where I have had a sissy call me up and I can just tell, I can just tell that this isn't a sissy. This is someone who is transgender and is not able to take that step. And so during the fantasy, there will be the talk of the breast implants, the taking the hormone injections, because this is what is making them feel 
comfortable for their 10, 20, 30 minutes or whatever. And I don't not agree with that. I completely agree with doing that because as phone sex operators and cam providers and, you know, fetish consultants and all of that, we are here to help those who cannot get what they need get what they need. So I am out there as a sissy queen. I am a sissy dom. I work with sissies. I know sissies. I study sissies. Love my sissies. So I expect to have this come to me. And I expect to hear in the voices of some sissies that this isn't a fantasy. This is something that they just need to live or they're trying to find the courage to live it. So at that time, I'm not using trans as a derogatory term. I'm using trans to help them at least take one small step closer to becoming the full person they need to be. So the transgender part can be a bit of a gray line. Um, the castration and all of that, that does not go along with transgender, even though there are a lot of doms and there are a lot of sissies out there that will put the two together. And I'm here to say that the two did not belong together. If you're being castrated or you want to be castrated or your fantasy is about being castrated or you want to take, you know, hormones or you want to do all of that to try to just ruin the last bit of man that you have with you, go for it. Have fun. Hasta la vista. Do what you got to do. I will totally give you advice on safe ways to do that. But the moment you start saying that you are want to be turned transgender, you're using it in a derogatory term. And I could tell you using it in a derogatory term. I'm going to stop you on that. Because being transgender does not automatically go hand in hand with the kink of sissification or feminization. It doesn't. It never has. It never will. And got to understand that there's a separation there, folks. There is a separation. So moving on to our last topic, and that's cross-dressers. Let me try to say it again. Cross-dressers. Who the hell are cross-dressers? Because the poor poor little cross-dressers, y'all just get kind of lost out there, don't you? You know, you walk around and you're all dressed up and you're feeling so pretty and you feel so good and you're wearing your dresses and you're wearing your tights and you're wearing your shoes and you're wearing all of that stuff. And you just kind of get lost in the fold. Nobody really knows if you're a sissy. They don't know if you're feminized. They don't know if you're trans. They, they have no fucking clue. So let's talk about cross-dressers. Cross-dressers are very simple. Cross-dressers just kind of, they'll enjoy wearing women's clothes. They enjoy cross-dressing. They enjoy being a man wearing women's clothes. That's just where they get their jollies from. So being a man that wears women's clothes, sometimes, I mean, yeah, there's, there's a sexual element to it, which is perfectly fine. But it doesn't necessarily make it to where they want to suck cock. It doesn't necessarily make it to where they want to be pegged. And it doesn't necessarily make them submissive either. Just because someone's dressing in female clothes does not mean that they're submissive. I have in, in the community, um, 
I have come across many cross-dressers who are happily married. Um, they've got kids. Um, their wives support them on what they do. Um, their wives love them. Um, their sexual relationship is pretty cis. It's, you know, normal, everyday, you know, parong one, insert slot A, and move vigorously. Um, but then sometimes, you know, they just feel like dressing as a woman and just, you know, wearing the clothes of a woman. And sometimes I've, I've, I have friends who are cross-dressers and they will have sex dressed as a woman. You know, like the wife and the husband, they'll both be wearing lingerie. They'll both wear panties. Um, and sometimes cross-dressers will want to, instead of, you know, actually having penetration, they would want to just, you know, masturbate with their significant other, you know, just to have that moment of feeling the panties and the lingerie because there is such an element there that they enjoy. So it's, the thing is, is with cross-dressers, they're not submissive and you can't just account them as sissies and that's it because it's they're not. They're just, some cross-dressers are kind of, jumping into sissification. I mean, all of this can, you know, always crisscross. But during that crisscrossing, there is still that clear definition of each one of them. And now another thing that I get a lot of questions about because I worked with queens for so, so long and I messed them all so terribly. Um, but I am sure I'll be back in there in the bars one day doing it all again. Um, but I get a lot of questions about cross-dressers and drag queens. Um, are cross-dressers drag queens or are drag queens cross-dressers or are drag queens sissies that cross-dress or are sissies that cross-dress wanting to be drag queens? You get the point. <laughs> drag queens, drag queens. Oh, my queens. Trixie Mattel, girl, I love you. Anyway, drag queens are performers. They're performers, dude. They're performers. RuPaul himself, <laughs> bless Ru's heart. Oh, that girl, she gets me. Um, even RuPaul said that she is not going to be putting on anything unless she's paid for it. That's a performer. Drag queens are performers. So, no, they don't get mixed into the world of cross-dressing. They don't get mixed into the world of sissified or anything like that. Drag queens is a whole different world. And I like to make sure that everybody is perfectly clear about that as well. Because I get, I have had sissies call me up. And, you know, maybe they heard that I've worked with drag queens or whatnot. But they call me up. It's like, oh, you turned me into a drag queen. I'm like, honey, Why? Do you even see what they go through? They wear four layers of pantyhose. They have styrofoam stuffed down the side of their pantyhose. They wear a girdle under their corset. So, like, baby, even I don't want to dress up as a queer queen. Are you crazy? <laughs> so, bless their hearts. But, so no, drag queens are not, you know, glorified cross-dressers. They are performers. It's what they do. It's what they enjoy doing. And I have mad respect for them. Love them very, very much. 
But to go back to the actual cross-dressers themselves, another question that I've heard is that do sissies and cross-dressers go hand-in-hand? I mean, do they actually go hand-in-hand? And I know I've already covered it by saying, you know, there's a lot of cis men that are cross-dressers, straight males, you know, they just like to dress up in women's clothes. But when I say do sissies and cross-dressers go hand-in-hand, just because a guy has talked about wearing a dress, you can't automatically assume that they are looking at sissification as well. When you dress up a sissy, um, and I know I do this, and I know that a lot of the other women that I have worked with, my other colleagues or sisters in sex work, however you want to look at it, um, I know that all of my... Uh, when they dress up a sissy, they're dressing up a sissy for more of the over-the-top aspect, not the drag queen over-the-top. That's performer. We already mentioned that. But more of an over-the-top aspect. Pink panties, cute little bras. They even have the cutest little sissy dresses that lock at the neck and little Mary Jane shoes. You know, anything they could do to make them just feel so sissy, as sissy as possible. Cross-dressers, well, really, they just kind of get all into it. They just want to wear the dress. They want to, you know, they want to pull a Shania Twain and feel like a woman for a minute. So there is that difference there. And that is kind of how you can separate the two between cross-dressers and sissies that get dressed up. Um, you know, the, the cross-dressers are still straight white men, or not not white. There's, um, I know there's black men that are cross-dressers too. I apologize for that. Um, I'm just, I've been so used to saying, fuck these straight white men here lately that, you know, it's, this is kind of going into my word. But um, they're usually straight men that just enjoy wearing women's clothing and they're just living their life. So, so there we go. I believe that we have um, hopefully explained them all, have not gotten into too much insane detail about it. Um, and I hope that I have cleared up a bit, especially the derogatory part of it. If you have any questions, feel free to message me and let me know if you have any concerns, if you don't like what I've said, anything like that. I don't care. No, I'm kidding. Let me know. Talk to me about it. I am all cool with criticism as long as it's polite and nice. If you have anything you want to add, let me know, and maybe I'll be able to throw it in there on the next episode. And I just want to let all of y'all know I don't have any specific questions for this episode, so we're going to be ending it here. I hope everybody has a fantastic social isolation. I hope all of this gets cleared up soon. I hope everybody has a wonderful time. Enjoy yourselves. And wash your fucking hands. Toodles.